listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy. You, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If it calls them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes because I said, I am the Son of God? If I do not perform my Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Then they tried to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John performed no sign, but everything John said about this man was true. And many there began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Welcome. You would not believe how beautiful it was here at the shrine early this morning. It rained for quite a long time, and then this morning it was the rain had stopped and it was kind of sunny, and uh, all of the birds were singing Handel's Messiah. <laughs> their version, their version, okay. Um, this, the, the birds were so happy this morning, they were singing, and it was beautiful, and um, the, uh, the little pond, uh, the one-winged angel pond, <laughs> looked like a mirror just reflecting the sky. And uh, it was just incredibly beautiful. And just uh, one of those mornings of joy and of peace and of beauty. And uh, we'll take those, right, when we can get them. <laughs> and then, um, then I start meditating on the readings today, and it's, it feels like the opposite. You know, uh, the first reading, Jeremiah, and then the psalm, Psalm 18, and then the, we're going through the Gospel of John, and there's this growing and mounting tension. There's a difficulty. This whole thing is leading up to the crucifixion of the Lord, and the liturgy of the church allows us to relive the dynamics of what happened as Jesus was um, more and more being clear about who he was, that he is God, and uh, how the people, some people accepted and believed, and other people rejected and disbelieved. And those two options are kind of there. It's one of the big themes of the entire Bible, the, um, the freedom that the Lord has given us. It's part of how we image the Lord, the Lord who is free, and the freedom that is given to us for the sake of authentic love. But there's a risk involved, right? Because freedom could be misused, and uh, we could use our freedom to reject God and to sin. And um, so in the liturgy today, we have examples of that, of this tension, of this difficulty, of this, um, this rejection of God. And you know, it's interesting, in the very beginning of the day, the liturgy of the church, we have what's called the invitatory. It's uh, the psalm that invites the new day. And we have 
a couple of options. Usually we do Psalm 95, all the monks and the nuns and the priests and the Pope and, and even good lay people who pray the, the Liturgy of the Hours. And um, here in Lent, we have the option of praying the verse. So the day, this is how the day begins. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. And uh, I can't tell you how often I pondered, what do we mean? What are we saying here? You know, um, it surely maybe it's not for me. It's for Brother Pius. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there is this thing where if you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. Um, and I feel like in the liturgy, we've been seeing that the more Jesus speaks, the matter they get. And it's almost like this thing where um, when the truth is spoken, you know, you can either be humble and accept it or you can be prideful and reject it. And, and there's a hardness that can happen and does happen for people who don't want to um, who just who don't want to follow God. Right. So um, I've been trying to relearn that lesson. Um, I have a new teacher that I've been studying with. His his name is Bosco. He's our dog that we have here. He's been teaching me all sorts of things. And um, I, I was never really a dog person. I never really had pets growing up, so I'm kind of making up for lost time right now. And um, as I'm learning from Brother Pius how to train Bosco and we're trying to do what we can do, he's, he's teaching me things. And one of the things I'm learning is um, how sometimes Bosco doesn't want to listen. <laughs> and I'm picking up on it. You know, you get, he's, got, he's got that vibe, right, Brother Pius? He just, Bosco just wants to do what he wants to do. And um, so you're trying to figure out how to lovingly encourage him to obey. <laughs> okay. And, but you can kind of tell that sometimes he gets this vibe where he, um, he wants to go astray. He, he wants to chase after the deer, in which case, if that ever happens, you, he finds himself lost in the woods until the police come and get him at 2 in the morning. Okay. Hopefully none of the teenagers have that same experience. I don't know. Okay. But, um, but this, this call from the Lord to, um, well, sometimes people will say it this way. God is God and I am not. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Huh? That we are creatures. We are finite. We are contingent beings. None of us are masters of the universe. And uh, when you're living from that place, it's not degrading. And it's not like a big put down. And we don't have an image of God who is this mighty kind of deity who is living on top of Mount Olympus and who, you know, requires all the creatures to bow in fear. You know, it's not like that at all, but it's an acknowledgement of the truth. And that really is the best definition of humility, to live in the truth, to acknowledge the truth that, that, that we are not God and that we need God and we need to worship him. We need to struggle to obey him, to let the Lord guide us the gift of our consciences that God has given us, but the conscience also needs to be formed by the truth. And then in that way, in the depths of our heart, we can hear the Lord speaking and guiding us as we make our way through this life. And it is a life of joy. Authentic obedience leads to peace and joy. You know where you're going and you know how to get there, right? Because Jesus himself is the way. He is the truth. And only God can say something like that. And, yet, and he did. <laughs> he did. And so let us give thanks for the gift of our faith. That we have this ability to have a relationship with the Lord. And that he would be 
leading us, speaking to us, guiding us, showing us the way. Amen. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans